proudest day, and the proudest time, and the, the seat of a relic here. Because that day, and that hour, and those minutes, I got the butt between my teeth. You know, I really stood up and was counted and said, this is not getting away. I remember when we pulled on our helmets, and, and, and Donald says to me, what are we doing? I said, we're going for gold, Barrett. That's all we said. I can still pick to that run. That was just the best, best run ever. Welcome along to Crunching Gears. Let's talk rallying. Episode 7. I'm joined by Connor Edwards, motorsport photographer for various publications, and Adam Hall from Rally Insight. Lads, you're very welcome along once again. Thanks, Kevin. Good to be back. Yeah, cheers, Kevin. This episode, we're jam-packed with interviews. Uh, we have Seb Perez and Gary McLehenney, fresh from the Rally 1 and the Rally Classical Mallorca. We're then joined by the top three from uh, Bishop's Court at the weekend. And then we'll go in and we'll preview West Cork, where we speak to Donald Kelly, Alistair Fisher, uh, Declan Gallagher, Frank Kelly, and then finally, Grace O'Brien. So it's going to be a very busy episode here. So I suppose without further ado, we catch up with the winners from the Rally Classical Mallorca, it's Seb Perez and Gary McKinney, and hear what they have to say. Two ones in a second. Uh, you know, what is it that makes this rally so special to the pair of use? Maybe uh, Seb? Uh, so I've done this rally three times, obviously you said uh, two wins in a second, but um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a special rally. I mean, we, we spend a lot of time out here. Uh, my dad's done the rally six times, I think. So I've sort of always been around it and involved in it. And then to compete in it as well has been really nice. Um, there's a few sort of national rounds here as well that use similar sort of roads. So I do usually do three three or four events here every year. And this is obviously the main one. And yeah, had a good result as well. Yeah, And Gary, the same question to yourself, yeah? Uh, what's what's special about it? I suppose it's, it's probably the only, well, it is the only three-day event in Mallorca, so it's classed as maybe the international event type of thing. Um, there comes a lot of people from Europe, different areas of Europe to come, to come and have a go at it, so it's probably nice to beat the Germans and beat the French and beat the Spanish at home, I suppose. So, uh, ah, this is just a cool event and cool to be here. Yeah, and then you know you come in from you know your second in the RAC rally there towards the end of last year, like that obviously builds your confidence. Is confidence a key part of you know like, an event like this year? Shall I go? Um, I think um, with coming from the RAC, I mean that that is a that is a long rally, and, and sort of playing the we sort of had a strategy from the start, which obviously sort of played dividend, but um, was just sort of slow and steady, keep a decent pace, nice and consistent and make a few mistakes as possible. Whereas this is probably slightly different. It's it's a tip, well, just three days almost. So you can have a proper push and obviously tarmac isn't as uh, sort of brutal on the car. So um, head, head, sort of headspace is quite a good thing. A good result on the RAC, I think you're right, it's am quick. You can do a you can do a decent job and then coming into something like this and just being able to on the first night just take eight seconds out of the uh out of the lad in second place was was good. So and Gary, your uh, thoughts your thoughts, not uh, RAC is probably different um in a whole lot of ways. Yes, the result was great. Um we would approach this rally a lot different than we approached RAC. We approached RAC with kind of 
steady, get to the finish, have a good steady run and, and see how we get on type of thing as, uh, as the days progressed. This event from, from the very first corner was maximum attack. Um, there's a couple of quick boys in this rally, Chris Rosenberger, who had been our, our biggest rival. Um, Seb said we took eight seconds out of him on the first stage and um, it, it kind of maybe rattled him a wee bit mm-hmm. and he actually did an accident on the second stage. I yeah. think maybe trying to reply to our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, this is a totally different to the RAC, but yes, to come from the RAC with the second overall was was, was, was definitely give you good confidence that you can that you can uh, keep the head and uh, get to the end of the rally <coughs> uh, and do a good job. Yeah, and Seb, your father returning to rallying after an absence, finishing a fine fourth overall. Couldn't have got a better weekend for the Perez family and the whole dance sport team. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, his first sort of proper event competing back and fourth overall, which he was very happy with. Um, he was sort of on track for a podium, which would have been nice to have two two of us on the podium, but in a few little niggles and sort of things that evolved over the weekend. But uh, no, we really enjoyed it and it was nice to be back. And this is a rally that means quite a lot to us as well. So um, it was nice that it was here as well. And yeah, the uh, the guys out here were really, uh, really happy to see him, uh, see him back out. Yeah, and, and the the Mark II Escort, you scored the second overall as well too. So that was kind of nice to be homage to that as well. Yeah, it's got some, it's gaining some history now. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's busy enough. And then, it, and then we're out um, North Wales stages in it in two weeks. Two weeks time, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> and then, you know, the highlights from yourselves from the weekend, what's the, the key moments that stand out? Uh, probably that first stage, um, and then the uh, what would it have been second stage on uh, Saturday morning when it was absolutely chucking it down the rain was was quite interesting. Obviously, all the all the locals and the Germans were not feeling the uh, the sort of torrential rain, whereas we were sort of looking forward to it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. And Gary, you the felt at home in the rain. Ah, the rain was good. Uh, <laughs> 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 can do uh, a bit of drifting, a bit of sliding. Uh, he's well used to it. Um, Your uh, the highlights for me, I suppose, um, the finish ramp would have been my the highest point of the, where you were just spraying that champagne and, and loads of people there. It, it, as I say, they make a big effort out here with this event. Um, the finish ramp was the same as one in Monte Carlo. It was just proper uh, music and loads of people and, and they make a big effort. So uh, that was my highlight. Um, during the event, I suppose it was um, com- competitive head was on, trying to just do the, do the job and, and get, have a good run on each stage and, and keep keep putting on the fastest stage times. Um, but the highlight for me was the finish run. Yeah. And, like, you know, we have to say, like, you had probably... I don't know how many fastest times, but like the majority of the times just were fastest overall, which you know just shows the commitment was there from the get-go. Yeah, I think there's only two stages we weren't fastest on. Um and the stage that one of them didn't suit us really. It didn't suit our car. It was a very narrow nagerie type scene with rocks at the edge of the road. The Porsche is very wide at the rear. Um, so it was more like an escort stage or a stratus stage. Uh so we can intentionally knew we weren't going to be that fast in that one, but we just played the smarter game and, and pushed on then on the stages that suited us better. Um, so sometimes these rallies you kind of have to lose a bit where, where, where it's uh, 
you know, it's dangerous, and then you can pull it backwards, safe to push on. And then, you know, this event now, where, you know, what's the next plan? Uh, you know, is there a plan for the rest of the year or just event by event? Well, we're back out here next weekend again. <laughs> uh, uh, Rally Manacor, um, which is quite different to this event. Uh, it's this event south, um, well, it starts in south, the island and goes north, but this event, Manacor, is over to um, kind of like the northeast. Uh, so it's different terrain. It's kind of like narrow and bumpy, probably a bit maybe more like Irish tarmac rather than the rest of the islands. Um, very smooth and and. and generally fast these are quite technical stages so it'll be a new experience for us but that's our next next plan yeah and then uh, north uh, north Wales stages and then yeah maybe a couple of others in the escort and then maybe one or two again in the porsche but yeah just just the odd event really excellent excellent and like are you looking forward to getting back into the the welsh forest and the mark two yeah, looking forward to getting back onto the loose, that's for sure. Um, yeah, really enjoy driving that car on gravel and, yeah, obviously from the RFC as well. But, yeah, looking forward to do a, a short event in that car where you can really sort of push from, from sort of lights to flag almost. Nice to hear the guys taking that pristine Porsche 911 out for a spin again. They're, uh, always love those wee historic events and you can't, can't blame them for their, their taste there. Um, can you imagine the noise of that um, car around the hills? Um, on the island not too far away from Seven Gary a new era of the European Rally Championship got underway this weekend in Portugal Porek Duffy and Jeff Case grabbed a strong result inside the top 20 in a PCRS prepared Rally 2 I-20 there were a few local crews in action over on the Malcolm Wilson stages as well David Crossan and Eileen Kelly picked up another convincing two-wheel drive win in their Ford Escort Jordan and Paul Hone got some more R5 miles under their belt. They finished 13 overall, but without a two-minute penalty, it looked like they were going to be fighting to, for a top-five finish in BTRDA. And Niall Devine and Liam McIntyre were another to get hit with a two-minute penalty, which pushed them out of a top-ten finish in their Mitsubishi Evo. So all around, some really good results for those guys. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's promising for them coming back closer to home again for some more gravel events. Mm-hmm. Um, in Northern Ireland, then we had the second round of the Northern Irish Rally Championship. It looked like a, another good day out in Bishop's Court, and it's nice to see these big entries continuing. Um, Connor, how did we get on with our predictions last mm-hmm. week? Uh, it's always that, that that that's part of the show um, and Adam you weren't even here but you put your predictions in um, I'll start with Kevin Kevin no. <laughs> can I leave that? You, you reckon the top three was going to be Johnny Greer David <laughs> Kelly and Philip Allen mm-hmm. so, okay. one, one out one of three uh-huh. I went for Johnny Greer Derek McGarry and Stephen Wright so one and a half, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Derek in the wrong order, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, and Johnny Greer to win. And Adam, you had Johnny Greer, Derek McGarty, and Aaron McLaughlin. So Ooh, again, happy it is. Yeah, we'll give you that one two or three there. <laughs> exactly, almost there. So, and for anybody who doesn't know, the winners were Johnny Greer, followed by Aaron McLaughlin, followed by Derek McGarty. Fairly close battle there between Aaron and Derek for most of the day. And Johnny just had, you know, run away with the show from stage one, very yeah, controlled yeah. drive, tires worked well for him, got onto the slicks early, 
and uh, just couldn't be caught. Um, so we're now going to hear from our top three finishers. And uh, just before we do, a huge thank you to Joe Sharp for capturing the interviews and also for, from Graham Stewart for the video clip. Uh, thanks. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. Um, but at the start of the start of the day, made things very tricky for the rest of the day. Made the the uh, bit of muddy and things in places, so it, it made the day more probably more interesting. But yeah, we got round round okay, nice clean run, no problems. So yeah, great great day. Thanks to the club and everyone for, for all their hard work and putting this event together. So yeah, all happy enough. Very good. Are you going to stick to the championship now? Or what's the plan for the Northern Ireland Championship? Ah, uh, yeah, we don't really have a plan at the moment. We're just kind of doing rallies that we want to do at the moment. So right. that's that'll probably still be the plan. But yeah. Between this and Kirkuson two weekends ago now with two maximum scores in the board. So it's, yeah, it'd be good to continue on, but we'll just see what see where the year takes us for. Right. And the plan is now to go to West Cork now next weekend? Yeah, West Cork. So it'll be our uh, be our first chance to get the car into the Tomorrow Championship this year. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. It'll be a it'll be a, a big experience, a big entry and, and everything else. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a difficult weekend, but really looking forward to it. And you have a change of navigator at the moment as well? Or? Yes, well, Dai coming in for uh, for West Cork, so me and Dai go a long a long way back, so it's good to have him on the on board as well. So yeah, hopefully hopefully we'll gel quick enough on the first day and, and just be back to normal. So all good. Ah, uh, not too bad. Now we had a uh, bit of a tricky start. We got a puncher and uh, on stage two, there's a lot of a lot of sharp concrete and you know we. We uh, got a puncher and we lost, we lost a good bit of time, 10 seconds, but it didn't affect us overall. We were never going to catch Johnny, but... Um, it's pretty good to get a second overall now. Uh, it's well, sure it is, yeah. It'll, uh, we're we're going to do this whole championship, so it'll, very it's, good. It's, a good, it's a good push now for the for the championship. But uh, it's hard to catch that Johnny, Johnny Rear, man. Yeah, it's on the pace. <laughs> and the next event now will be? Is it the Maiden City stages? Right. It's the next one for, oh. for the Northern Championship. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're just we're tweaking away at the car. Still, it's a it's an old car, but plenty of power on it. But we just can't get it can't get it handling right. You know, maybe maybe it never just might never handle like these yokes. But uh, we're trying and trying at it, don't we? Yeah, all right. I made a silly mistake on the second stage, straight on the grass, and lost 15 seconds. Threw second place away, but you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. The rest of the day was okay with a good race with Aaron. That's very good. And you want to do the championship again the year? Yeah, I'll, probably, I'll finish the championship out, but uh, no answer to Johnny. The tape's absolutely flying, you know, but you know, particularly good in places like this. But congratulations, he's done well. The next event now will be on open road, so yeah. how do you find that, sir? Yeah, well, again, I haven't done much road rallying in the last two years or so, none of us really have, so it'll be interesting to see how long it takes me to get back into it, but go for the cracker. Once again, thanks again to Joe and Graham for you know the, the caption them images there and the, the words from the drivers. You know, cheers lads. Uh, now start looking forward to West Cork. Like over the last few years, the one name synonymous with West Cork, I suppose, has been Donna Kelly. Won the five times in a row from 2014 to 2018. And the Ford Focus. You know, we've all seen that on board from I think it's 2017, if I remember right. Uh Total commitment of man and machine, you know, himself and Connor, the car, everyone's just, it's electric. Adam, you, you love that on board, don't you? I know, I don't, I don't know how I picked it up. Um, on Saturday, I was, I was watching it and oh, it, was, it was just perfect. Just so many things, like you, that focus, you had that two litre turbo wine and just the, the way what anti-lags or whatever coming into the corners and the, the clunks of the gear gears going up and just even the start where they're they're properly leaning on the car around the the waterfront and 
oh, it's unreal, Connor. Connor trying to tell Dona to keep the foot in, and, and he was like, definitely. <laughs> and there's brave sections, and then towards the end, you, you really got into proper guttery parts where the rest of the stage was dry and next thing there was corners where it was like a bottle and oh the wipeout the wipeout was called in the notes mm-hmm. and you know back completely off and still they were they were nearly onto the bank just one of those onboards where you just watched it start to finish and you rewind it again to go <laughs> back to the favorite bits like special but yeah five five wins in the bounce and and a focused WRC, just uh, special times, and it's definitely going to be something that we look back on, and and yeah, just probably one of the, one of those night best periods, or you know, special memories of of our Australian. Mm-hmm. And Connor, your thoughts on it as well to Westport and Donna? Ah, oh, just Donna, just a masterclass from him. You know, as I say, when you look back on the onboards and stuff, and just to to dominate that rally and and take, you know just consecutive wins on it's just amazing genuinely amazing you know different territory to what he's used to you know uh, compared to you know launching himself around Donegal etc uh, just uh, phenomenal phenomenal mm-hmm. let's hear from the man himself and see what he has to say yeah look it's been, it's been a big part of um, as opposed to the, uh, the schedule for the last nearly 10 years uh, and such you know since 2014 and uh yeah, I've always looked forward to it. It's uh, St. Patrick's weekend was always uh, the West Cork weekend. And uh, yeah, as much here, look, I miss it surely. But uh, sometimes, you know, a break from the sport uh, gives you a renewed energy when you come back to it. So uh, Eamon will be there this year in the uh, the Fiesta. So we would be down to support him in any event. Yeah, and just from mentioning Eamon, what a performance in Mayo last weekend. It's going to be difficult yeah, to find that pull off. <laughs> Yeah, look, he's, he's a very, very talented driver. He puts a lot of work into uh, the sport. Uh, he's very keen, and uh, Connor and himself have really developed well over the last uh, couple of years. And um, you know, I, I have no doubt at all that Damon will be uh, a force to be reckoned with in the future. You know, but uh, very uh, level-headed in his approach. Uh, he was offered the polo to go to West Cork, and uh, he decided you know, that he wanted to prep himself for the the BRC as best he could. So. It uh, shows the maturity of his thinking, you know. So, sure. yeah, but uh, I think uh, it's time maybe to make to make room uh, <laughs> and let the guys uh, enjoy themselves. Very good, very good. And like you had five fantastic years there in West Cork from 2014 to 2018. You know, it must make you incredibly proud to see your name in that trophy for them years. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose sometimes you don't really think. Yeah, enough about it. Uh, you stand back and think, you know, for for the next person to uh, surpass it, uh, they need a lot of luck. Uh, and I certainly had a lot of uh, uh, luck in uh, West Cork for some reason. I just gel with the event. I feel no pressure, uh, very relaxed. And um, yeah, it's, it's been incredibly kind to me over the years and it, uh, it will always be in my heart. Yeah. And like the focus on them roads, it just seemed to, the, the car, the whole team, everyone just seemed to work on Paddy's weekend for you, didn't it? It just all seemed to be, I don't know how you would describe it, like a, a combination of everyone just clicking. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, again, behind the scenes, uh, the effort um, that went into every single uh, West Cork um, event was huge, from, uh, you know, the intense uh, recce to the uh, 
pre-event testing and you know our gravel crew and uh, the entire support team. Uh, there was no stone ever left unturned. Uh, there was always a game plan. How we're going to tackle the event and you know where we could uh, inflict as much, uh, I suppose, um, advantage or pain on the opposition as such. You know, and where where it would suit the car best. You know, so it certainly um, it was a very very calculated event for us. Uh, but one that we thoroughly enjoyed, and uh, as much as we enjoyed uh, the partying and the fun, uh, there was a very, very serious side to it as well. And like West Cork was always kind of seen as being the hidden gem of Irish rally. It's fantastic now to see it been getting the, the full recognition now that it really deserves. Absolutely, you know, and uh, when you uh, compare it alongside all the other uh, international events, uh, it truly deserves. Uh, to, to hold its uh, status alongside, um, the, I suppose, the, the more established internationals. But uh, in terms of uh, an event, the road, the stages, the organisation, facilities, etc., it is every bit as good uh, and maybe better than some of the events, you know. So um, no doubt uh, it was the, uh, the hidden gem, as you refer to it, uh, but it is certainly now the jewel in the crown. That's for sure. That's for sure. And like, is there one stage, or is there you know even two or three stages that always particularly once you were pulling, you know, taking them them belts that you were just right. This is it. Here we go. Yeah. Look, I think there, there. You know, everybody talks about ring. You know, the way they talk about Small's Gap or Nocala, uh, and it's a it's it's a wonderful stage. Um, but the the likes of Ardfield for me uh, is probably one of the most enjoyable. Um, depending on which uh, format they, they run. Uh, but again, Sam's Cross, another uh, very special stage with everything from high speed to narrow lanes. Um, you know, and the, the event really has everything uh, in it, you know. So the, stage, the stages really are fabulous. You know? So, uh, yeah, it's, um, there, there's no one maybe that uh, sticks right out, but Ardfield has probably been... Uh, one of my favourites uh, in the event. And like, you're not going to be competing this year, but like, will the guitar still be making an appearance or is anybody else looking to borrow it for the weekend? Well, I'm also off the drink. Uh, <laughs> as a, a, I suppose it's a charity gig that I'm doing. I've, I've done it 10 years ago, doing it again. And I think for a lot of the people in West Cork, um, a lot of them would imagine me with a guitar and a pint of Guinness in front of me. Uh, so... Um, look, we're, we're, going, we're certainly we're coming down to uh, support him and, uh, over the weekend and uh, not miss out fully on the phone. So no doubt uh, there could be a song sang somewhere. Uh, great to hear from Donna. Shame he's not going to be there this weekend. Well, not competing, but he'll be there anyway, in spirit and no doubt be a song along the way. Um, <laughs> you know, what can we say about West Cork? For, you know, for so many years, it was the, the hidden gem or the hidden jewel in Irish Valley, but it is really over the last few years, it really has become, if not the best, one of the best uh, internationals in the tournament championship. But, uh, you know, I've, I have no fear of saying that. Connor, what's your thoughts on it? 
Yeah, as you say, definitely a hidden gem. I mean, certainly the profile was raised when it became around of the of the Tarmac Championship. And then when it was included in the, the British Rally Championship for a few years, that really, you know, lifted the, the, the rally's profile. And despite not being included in the BRC this year, we've still got looking at an entry of, you know, around 200 cars taking part over the 14 stages. And some of the classics that are in there as well, you know, the likes of Ring, Sam's Cross, Ardfield, etc. Um, genuinely a rally i can't wait for i'm excited to, you know can't wait till it, it gets underway yeah and adam what's your thoughts on it yeah i think the, the guys have just nailed something special down there the the way they're keeping um the, the sort of original clubman um level sort of entries and the, the entries coming across from wales yeah. you know there's guys that have came for decades and they're they're still coming yeah um, I don't know, bar Donegal, maybe, you know, what, Killarney, whatever, but, you know, there's there's not many rallies like this and at, at international level. Um, so, no, I, I hope it, it does really well this, this week and they keep going from strength to strength. Uh, I know they lost the, the BRC status, but, like, given the strength they're rallying over here, I, I really don't think it's much of a loss, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's going to be a, a brilliant weekend. Um, yeah, and the local community, you were saying there, you know, the way the local community get involved yeah. in this rally as well too, it's it's something to behold as well. It you just know. it thrives on it. Like, a, it's it's not, doesn't seem to be one of those places where you're you're walking on eggshells all the time trying to keep everyone happy. You know, everybody seems to be on board. And the way they do the vouchers as well to spend, you know, for crews to spend, um, and the the local shops or whatever it's just smart different things that just work Mm. really well and all these things combined um it's just nearly the the perfect recipe you'd say yeah um but yeah one one guy looking forward to to going down is alistair fisher um he's hoping for a strong result to sort of kickstart his irish tarmac championship and it was good to chat to him a few days ago Certainly am. It's um it's always been a good event. Um over over the sort of three years I've competed on it. Um it's I was speaking to somebody the other day and I wouldn't say it's it's a underrated rally, but it's probably under a lot of people's radar. The stages are, you know, something else down there. They really are driver stages and you know, I've always enjoyed getting stuck into them and you have to be really committed on the roads down there. And um there's, there's still the time of year where the conditions can be tricky. The surface of the road changes quite a bit and the farmers are starting to get out and about. So it's one where you have to really be you know, on the ball and keeping an eye out for everything. Um, the roads are normally pretty fast and committed, so everything has to be working well and you really need confidence in the car. Um, that's something we'll be working we're working towards on the recce just to, to build as much confidence into our notes and, and positivity and Hopefully that'll follow on to the event then. Yeah. Um, and Galway last month was, was your first event back after a couple of couple of years. And I guess the, the pace wasn't too far off. Um, and obviously had a puncture on Sunday, which dropped you down. Um, but overall, how, how do you feel after first round in? I feel overall... I suppose the end result was disappointing because the, the puncture really um, you know, took a lot of points from us. 
um, on the Saturday. Generally, we were pretty much on the pace on the Saturday, bar the, the, the one stage, which was the middle stage, the loop, where Josh sort of seemed to pull all the time, really, on everybody. Um, the other two stages of the loop, we were pretty much, you know, on the pace uh, within a second or two of quickest times on it. So there was a bit of confidence to be taken from that. Obviously, Sunday then got off to a bit of a bad start with a with an issue on the first stage with the steamed up windscreen for a couple of miles, which lost us a lot of time, to be honest. But And then we had the puncture on the following stage, which which caused the overshoot. Um, but I think overall it was good to get back into the car, um, get her sort of, get our rally heads on again and you know, we picked up a lot of things from the weekend, areas we want to improve, things we could have been doing, I suppose, not better, but things that were sort of just starting to come back to us over the course of the weekend that if he had been in the car for an event or two beforehand, you wouldn't even have been thinking about them. So it's just about getting all them little things back up to speed and hopefully they can all add together and and uh, you'll make a whole event. Um, next time out in West Cork, all been well. Yeah, and with the the polo as well, it's your that was your second event in, in the polo, the first um, as part of the the Melvin Evans Motorsport team. Um, how did that whole package feel um, in the whole setup? Yeah, overall we, we gelled we gelled well. Um, you know, the lead up to the event was was fine. Um, you know, we talked through all the different options and. You know, all the different things we needed to consider, you know, leading up to the event, um, on the event, you know, things worked well. Um, so again, I've been speaking to the guys, you know, between Galway and West Cork and talking about some setup changes we're going to make, um, just some general, uh, you know, running things and just little tweaks here and there that we can do differently. So I don't see any issues on that front. I um, enjoy working with the guys and so hopefully we can, uh, you know, hit the ground running in Cork now with, with a few tweaks and and get on the on the pace, the, the very front end pace where we want to be ultimately. Yeah, and um, in terms of comparing West Cork to to Galway, they're they're probably quite different. Um, but how would you describe the stages or the characteristic of the the roads down in West Cork? They're certainly very flowing. Generally, quite a quite a bit of sort of medium width roads I would class in, in a lot of cases whereas Galway is normally that sort of narrow track road where really you're not leaning too much on the car or leaning on the tyre for you know for long periods of time but in the Lake of West Cork you really are starting to lean on the car because the roads are so fast and uncommitted so um, again there's normally a bit of a variation in Cork whereby some of the coast roads um are you know very flowing and then you head inland to the sort of the sort of the back roads which are you know farming roads really so there's a bit of different characteristics and uh you know just looking at the itinerary the stages are quite long for Irish tarmac standards so definitely gonna have to you know make sure you maintain a really good pace you know, over them stages and you know, you don't want any lapses in concentration so overall it's looking like quite a quite a challenging event. Good to hear Alistair sounding relaxed and eager to get a good result in West Cork. And another competitor also looking forward to this weekend is Declan Gallagher. Let's hear what Declan has to say. Aye, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're not altogether ready yet now, but uh, we're, we're in the process of it. Um, 
open now to be maybe to get a, a test on Wednesday maybe and uh, see how things go from that, you know. Um, it was uh, probably a long road to get the car sorted in, in, in the space of time. Um, but look at where we're we're on the we're on the road to, to West Cork now anyway. So excellent, excellent. We're, and West Cork's always an event you look forward to, is it? You've had been a happy oh, I, around in the past, were you? I look at um, you know, the boys down there in West Cork, uh, Greg and the whole team, and, and uh, you know, the, they'd always make you feel welcome coming down there. You know, um, 2014 and 15 we'd done the rally before, and uh, the stages are brilliant. The, the weather was brilliant both times that I'd done the rally as well. And mm. um, looking forward to it. Uh, you know, uh, it's a rally that that I hadn't been able to get uh, between one thing and another since 2015. And mm. I always, always, every year I would say, I have to try and get to West Cork this year. And uh, But hopefully now we can we can make it happen this time and and, uh, and uh, not do anything silly like we've done in Galway. Mm. So take it from that excellent excellent and like 2014 in particular like third overall that year like that was some run hi it, it was it was it was a good run all right now um the stages down there are very very fast and you know at uh i like that type of stages like that the terrain and and uh we had a real good run both times and and uh and and uh, it, it was it was deadly rally like you know uh-huh. as I said I've always been wanting to go back so <laughs> can make yeah. it happen now this year yeah and is, is there one stage in your mind that sticks out that you really you're just waiting to get into it uh, I did like uh, Sam's Cross for some reason uh, mm-hmm. um, they're all very good stages you know like yeah. the famous ones like Ardfield and Ring and and uh, you know that they're all very good stages, you know, and, and and it's a real good rally. Like it's all it's all very close to Clonakilty, and, and uh, it's all very it's always very well run event event and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and then you know after your retirement and go, did you hang about and watch the the battle? Them modified guys are really up in this pace, aren't they? Oh, the the the, the, the pace is hot out there at the minute. Like you know, mm-hmm. you have. You have a lot of men there that's going very quick, like at the front, you know. Um, and it's going to be no different in West Cork at the weekend, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kevin Eves was in a serious pace, like and before he went out, and Daniel McKenna, you know, Jason Black, Gary Kiernan, all them boys had a serious run, like and mm-hmm. um, I didn't really hang about. I kind of got the car gathered up and, and way up the road, but I was I was watching it closely on uh, on the pace note. You know, yes. killing Duffy the, the next day, I suppose. But, mm-hmm. um, but uh, no, I, I was disappointed what happened in Galway, really, like because yes. I was looking forward to really more so getting to Sunday stages. There were there were very very good stages. They were a lot cleaner on Sunday, and and uh, and they'd have been a lot faster and stuff on Sunday. But that didn't happen. But hopefully, we we'll get a wee bit further now this weekend. And you've an older starlet now to help you battle these escorts. Like that's Jason Blackman. He's something else at the minute, isn't he? I uh, Jason's on, on some pace there at the minute now. In fairness, he had some run last weekend in Mayo too. Like yeah. you know, so look at we're not gonna really. It's gonna take me a while, I would say, to get to, to get better than just to you know, depending on what, what, what kind of run we get in the car, maybe during the week here. But 
um, and it did kind of take it a wee bit steady for for about two years to get <laughs> on our feet, you know. So, uh, but look at we're we're um, it, it's it's uh, it's a big event, like, and we're we're, we're hopefully we will be ready properly for it. Excellent, excellent. And then after West Cork, have you any plans then for the rest of the year, or just event by event? I will go kind of event by event, really. You know, if there's any more mishaps like the last one now, that'll <laughs> end it very fast. But uh, the plan at the minute is maybe to 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 go to West Cork, Killarney and Donegal, and we'll see what happens then after that. Good to hear there from Declan. Always a pleasure to catch up with that man. Um, another man that I spoke to then was Frank Kelly. You know, what can we say about Frank Kelly that hasn't been said? But, you know, West Cork maybe always hasn't been kind, but he's had some good runs. But... Let Frank himself tell you all about it. Uh, West Cork is one of them places you just keep coming back expecting to, to have a, as good a time as you had the first time, and it, it never disappoints. Uh, there's a great welcome down West Cork. The club's a great club. Uh, Greg McCarthy and, and the whole crew down there make an awful effort to, to make it a really competitor-friendly event. Uh, you know, it's one of the, the few places you'll go to, and uh, when you stop for diesel at the pumps, you know, in the, in the service truck or whatever, You'll get uh, welcomed to Clonakilty. Great to see you coming down to do the event. It's it's a wee bit different because uh, you know some places you go and they're not really keen on seeing rally men. But <laughs> there's always a great welcome, always a great welcome down there, and stages are class. Uh, so it's somewhere I always want to go back to. Yes, and like what what's the standout stages for you? What ones do you just can't wait to get started? It has to be ring, <laughs> ring, ring. It usually starts the rally. I'm not sure if it is this year. Probably is. Uh-huh. It's the first stage. It's it's balls to the wall from you leave the start line. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a bit of everything in it for everybody. There's nobody that couldn't say there's not a bit on that stage for them. Um, from tight technical, twisty, fast, furious stuff, big flow and stuff. There's a bit of everything, but such an iconic stage. The hairs that stand on the back of your neck from you leave the start line. And then it's your first time back now competitively on the Irish Tower. Uh, are you looking forward to it? I am uh, very much so. Um, Last competitive tarmac rally was September last year. Last time I rallied in Ireland on tarmac, Galway summer 2019, maybe. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's crazy to even think it's that long ago. I think it is. I think that's when the last, the last tarmac rally I did at home. Mm-hmm. We, made a, we made a very uh, conscious decision at the beginning of the year when Lauren's going to do all the rallies with me this year. And as a, as a family, we sat down and talked about what this, the season this year would be. As you know, every conversation in our house revolves around rallying. <laughs> but we we made a very conscious decision to, to stay at home uh, for the first two thirds of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of offers to go abroad, and we thought just with rallying kicking off here again, and and you know trying to get everybody back out into the, sort of some kind of normality, we thought right, we'll stay at home and we'll do as many. And we've, well, I think we have eleven or twelve rallies on our our calendar so far. Uh, if all goes well, and I don't make a mess anything. <laughs> Uh, so West Cork was the natural first dip into tarmac uh, to get back there and uh, sample the madness. Excellent, excellent. And then, you know, when you're away from these events, like say the likes of Galway, do you be looking in, watching what's going on and seeing the other modified guys? And... I do indeed. I do indeed. I keep an eye on it. Uh, the, the, you know, the pace is unbelievable at the minute. And, at, you know, at any time, there's always five or six men that is capable of winning two-wheel drive or national or whatever way you want to put it or mark twos mm-hmm. uh at the minute jesus you could you could not add an r10 or 15 to that you know there's no point in going through all the names some of the some of the, the level of of compet- 
competitor and driver and and care preparation and, and effort and professionalism almost mm-hmm. that's gone into it is just above and beyond. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's I think Amon will be doing fierce well to be in the top ten mark two escorts at the end of two days. Mm-hmm. I because like you know that whole level and the, as you say the preparation and like you know going into DVDs the notes everything it's just ratcheted up another level again, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's getting a professional level. It's well apart from from my age, it's getting harder and harder to keep up with it. You're doing my own prep and doing my own work at, at work to to put food on the table and then trying to get down the road to get a recce done and get a rally done and then service it and then get it home and then get it prepped if I don't do anything stupid for the next event. It, it is getting tougher and tougher all the time to keep up with that, but mm-hmm. not being smart, Kevin, but very much for me, it's, it's about fun now. You know, I've had a real good run at rallying. Yes. I don't by any means want to quit rallying, but it's more about fun now for me. So, you know, we're, I've made a lot of changes to the tarmac car for this, for, for West Cork and, I, I really wanted to go and get testing because we've changed away from the EMS suspension for the first time in 14 years okay. uh, to, to run some summer suspension. And it's the first set they've done in this uh, configuration for an escort. So it's very much an unknown um, quantity. Uh, I've changed the brakes a lot. I've changed a lot of stuff. I keep messing with the car. I never leave it alone. The, the, the slower I get, the faster the car has to be. <laughs> so, uh, I really wanted to get testing and get something done, but just with workload and bits and pieces, it's it's going to be ring again. That's where mm-hmm. we're going to be testing. So the weekend's going to be a test session more than anything. But I'm always I'm always hopeful that we'll sort of hit the sweet spot really early on and and get to really enjoy the event and try and be competitive and, and see what way it shakes out. Yeah, as long as you don't do a dunny goal on it the first two days is the test, and then you start rallying the third day. <laughs> You know what? I would nearly. I would, well, apart from the fact this is only two days, if I, can, if, I, if I pussy about on the first day and go yeah. well on the second day, I'll be happy with that. I um, genuinely would be happy with that. Yeah. I really would love to finish it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, eight nine years since I finished West Cork, so I really would like to finish it. Yeah. And then you know, for Lauren's point of view too, like it must be some adventure. The two of you sitting in that car together, sitting at the start of iconic stages, like ringing that it's special I, having that opportunity. It's a great buzz having her in the car. Uh, apart from the fact she's so bloody good, um, you know that uh, it's not a sacrifice having her in the car by any means. It's it's a benefit. It, you know she's my number one choice. Uh, that's the way it is just right now. And uh, you know, as I say, we made the decision at the beginning of the year that she would she would do the full season with me this year and uh, sample these rallies. You know, she's been at these rallies since she was knee high to a grasshopper watching us being hooligans. And I think it gives her a great buzz to actually be in the car. Uh, she says sometimes she wish she could watch it ambience, but <laughs> she, she can't do both. So, uh, no, she's really looking forward to it. And so am I. We're, we're all things being well. We'll head down the road and wet next Wednesday night, Racky, Thursday, Friday, rally, Saturday, Sunday, hopefully, yeah. back up the road, work Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, knackered and all as I'll be in Monday, I'll be happy if we get a you know a nice, a good weekend. And, and, and listen, if I get into the top 10 in the two weeks, I'll be happy. And like, even now, starting a rally, like you know, on the Saturday morning, do you be nervous? Oh, do I? I do. I, I'm generally grand until we just are the car head heads into the stage and we go up onto the start line and then the butterfly start. Right. But thankfully, with 30 second gaps, that's only 30 seconds. And uh, <laughs> once the clutch drops, I'm away and you're into survival mode or psycho mode or whatever kicks in that, <laughs> in that particular moment. 
uh, and you're away, and that's and that's grand. You're you're flying then, and it's, and, and it's great. So uh-huh. it's it all. You know, it's funny. Many times I sit at the start line, and I think I have no idea what I'm doing here. I don't know what to do, how to do it. You know, you literally think, is this sequential box forward for up the gears or down the <laughs> box for up the gears? But as soon as you move, it all just happens. It's just natural then. Uh, and away you go and it just happens and you don't don't overthink it. You know, mm. as I've told you before, I have one brain cell and I don't want to overuse it. <laughs> so don't overthink it. Just just go with the flow and enjoy it because uh, as I said before, many times Malcolm Wilson's not going to ring any of us Monday morning and say, no. hey, you had a good run in Cork there. Do you fancy a, a, a drive? <laughs> I'm looking for a drive. <laughs> That's not going to happen So, so why, why not enjoy it? Just, just enjoy it and have fun and and enjoy every moment of it. Yeah, and then like, a slightly more serious note: that your last rally there, five mile town, you said an incident. The car, you know, there was an underbonnet fire. Like the fire yeah. stick, the fire stick was a, a real saviour for you that day. It was a godsend. Uh, very lucky, very lucky. Fire is, is something I, I have a, a serious fear of. Uh, without going into too much detail, I burned a few things down when I was a youngster. <laughs> Between cars and maybe buildings and the one thing and all, but uh, I, I I don't like fire and you know all joking aside, it's a, it, it's life threatening for starters. Yeah. Secondly, it's the one thing that you'll not bring a car back from. If a car gets gutted, you're not selling any parts of it. As, yeah. You know, no matter how bad you, you wreck a car, it'll always break into parts if it's not repair, and you'll and you'll recover something. Uh, fire. If, you know, you lose engine, gearbox, everything. The whole thing's gone. So, uh, and apart from life and limb, obviously, yeah. but it's something that's always worried me. And 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 even you know, lately with Lauren in the car, I, I take more precautions with stuff like that and safety. I take it safety much more serious than I ever did before. Again, a sign of age. <laughs> but uh, WRC controls that did the the wiring in my car. Um, Liam sent me fire sticks maybe two, three years ago, and. I read the instructions and, you know, they, they look a very simple thing and, the, and you really think, uh, gimmicky, you know, this is not going to do much. But mm-hmm. I put them put them in the car. I had two of them strapped in the car and they were always there. And the beginning of the season when the rallying was kicking off before we went to Killarney, we did a sort of a more or less like a safety rehearsal. Myself and Lauren, just the way the kill switch works, the way the fire eater works, what we do, even if we go into water, you know, luckily with the Mark II escort, if you can, get your feet up to the screen, you can pop the screen out. Yes. We went through all that and we went through the fire stick also. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was fresh in my head. And once I seen the flames coming, I was pretty sure it was an oil fire. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be a, a, a shot canister, uh, just a circlip had failed and the canister pipe had popped off and she had squirted the oil all over the, the engine and the exhaust manifold. Mm-hmm. So I knew that it was an oil fire. I knew not to lift the bonnet until I was ready to put it out. Mm-hmm. I knew the fire eater probably wouldn't do it. Uh, the fire eater is all brand spanking new as well. They wouldn't refill the old one, so I had to buy a new bottle. Yeah. Uh, so it was all new. So my instinct was to go for the fire stick and test it to see what it would do first, and then you know fire eater and extinguisher after that. Because uh, fire eaters and extinguishers, if you read them, the, the instructions, they're generally to give you escape time. They're not to put a fire out. Right. Okay. Uh, Halon back in the day, the old green extinguishers that we're not allowed to use now for ozone reasons, yeah. they would have put a fire out. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, it seems it's 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 better to let a, a car with four tires and a spare wheel burn to the That's ground fine. and pollute the atmosphere than empty one small fire extinguisher. Yeah, go go figure. But that's yes. a story for another day. But anyway, we uh, I, I was well aware of how to use it, and uh, the one I had was the little thirty second one uh, that just works for thirty seconds once you get it gone. Pointer under the bonnet, and three or four seconds later, the fire was out, and uh, a, a damn relief to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was that. 
kept an eye on it for a few minutes to make sure it didn't reignite or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, you know, we're out of the rally and that was it over. But virtually no damage done, Kevin. Just yes. you know, uh, the exhaust manifold looked messy and a bit of swinging to the underside of the bonnet. But that was it. Yeah. Very very lucky. So very you'd, thankful. You'd be encouraging other competitors to. In- Get absolutely, absolutely. I uh, I rang Liam and got another two sent up because uh, <laughs> there's gonna there's one the service vehicle for West Cork uh, and there'll be a few more there'll be some going to be work fun as well. Um, mm-hmm. you, you could literally carry them in a handbag. They're just such a small like we item. They have a ten year lifespan as far as I know. Right. They're not serviceable. You don't service them. So mm-hmm. you buy it and uh, you know put it somewhere you can get it and it's there for ten years and it literally could save your life. That was Frank Kelly. Who else could deliver those cracking one-liners and give a valuable chat on safety at the same time? In our final interview, Kevin caught up with Grace O'Brien. So, Grace, congratulations now on year two of the Motorsport yeah. Ireland Elite Rally Co-Drivers Academy. I would say you're over the moon. Yes, no, it is absolutely fantastic. Um, both myself and Larkin, we've been kept on as graduates in the programme. And it is a fantastic programme, to be fair. It is, I suppose, spearheaded by Greg Shinners. Um, and we have a number of mentors, um, Paul Nagel, Killian Duffy, um, Dad, I suppose, uh, and a few more, as well as working with the Motorsport Ireland Driver Academy. So, again, supported by John Coyne and managed quite well by Sean McHugh and Alan Heary, making sure we're all uh, doing that what we're told. <laughs> but you know, it is fantastic. And to have that support there is incredible to be able to just pick up the phone at any stage um at any any time of the day or night and ask for you know that bit of advice of that yeah. little bit of, you know mm-hmm. it, it does uh it does add yeah and it's not even just in the car it's your pr it's your, your, your nutrition your fitness you know it's, it's right through the whole gamut isn't it yeah exactly it's i suppose to create a, an all-rounded athlete um we're working with nutritionists as you mentioned um and working with uh, Kieran on our fitness we're working with Leo Nulty um, and Andy Walter really with the social media so it's to build that full picture because there's a lot more than just getting into a car and, and driving fast or calling pace notes mm-hmm. as the sport is progressing um, we are finding that there's there's a lot more aspects to it that we need to be sharp on so Having that in the academy and having the support of the academy, it is fantastic. It's really helping bring an awful lot of athletes on. Yeah, because like, you know we've seen what it's done for the drivers and the, the co-drivers academy is still in its infancy. Like it really Absolutely. does. It, it bodes well for the future, doesn't it? It does, and I suppose if you think about it over the years, there's not really been too much for navigators. Um, I suppose how I start, you just get into a car with a friend and go off and have a bit of fun and learn that way, or go out and do a bit of timekeeping. Um, I started doing night navigation trials with my dad um, and I would have done quite a bit of timekeeping and marshalling and you learn quite a lot of that as a navigator. But apart from that, there is no real formal training. So it is fantastic, this academy there. And I know this would have been a, a plan of Greg's for quite some time. Yeah. So by bringing you know, this academy together, bringing all the advice and the help from uh, the different mentors and all the different experience that they bring mm-hmm. right across um, uh, an awful lot of championships and all the different events that they've done it really mm-hmm. does particularly for navigators yeah and then you know when we look at the likes of Paul Nagel and James Fulton 
you can see, you know, there's a ladder of progression there as well, too, which, you know, must give you great heart to, to see that as well. Absolutely. Um, and people are looking to Ireland for navigators. You know, it's we have some incredible stages. We have some incredible drivers and navigators mm-hmm. here on the street who are only just dying to get out, really, and experience the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. To see Paul out there, to see Aaron Johnson, to see oh, even uh, enough navigators and drivers are going to America at the minute, which is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to see them move right across between America and Europe and at the world level, it yeah. really is fantastic. For sure, for sure. And then, you know, we get to your own rallying this year, like the perfect start almost for yourself and Ryan, like leading the National Championship and the Tarmac Championship Class 1s in Galway and Mayo. Uh, how is Ryan transitioning from, you know, like he was a, a very accomplished drifter into the mm-hmm. rallying scene? He seems to be taking t- like a duck to water. He really, really is, um, but he's putting an awful lot of time and effort into it. In fairness, it's not a case of just get in and drive fast. Um, he is new to the sport. Uh, his father, he used to compete previously, but when we started at the first event, um, everything from the different boards and timekeeping all brand new to him. So it wasn't a case of just get into the car and drive out and, and go as hard and as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of running in the farm. Pace notes are also new. Um, so he's he's picking up extremely quickly in fairness to him. And even this weekend, we just finished wrecking for West Cork. Um, we now kind of have our own little strategy and we know how to work things. And he's, he's really setting into it very, very well. Yeah. And like, you know, as you said, his, his father previously rallied, but like, it's a completely different environment from drifting. Like, okay. he's got somebody telling them what to do. You never had that before. Exactly, in the literally. <laughs> what time to get up, when to have breakfast, when we have to leave the house, to what time you'll be back, yeah. to what you bring with you. Yeah. Every minute of the day is accounted for. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's new to him. Uh, yes. And it's new, I suppose, to to this crew, I suppose. We've gelled quite well. And I mm-hmm. have to say, have to, to Kevin, Frank and Patrick O'Brien, they're running a fantastic car. Fantastic to work with, and yeah, we seem to gel very well, and it's it's all working well so far. Now, absolute bonus that we are leading the tire match championship. We didn't expect ourselves to be leading. We're literally just working on mileage at the minute. And then you know you're closer to home this weekend, West Cork. Like you know, I'm sure a, a, an event very close to your heart. Is there any standout memories over the years there? And our memories, ooh, West Cork, it's fast. Very, very fast event. Um, listen, I've been going to, to West Cork since I was E-High to Grasshopper. So I absolutely love the event. Um, stand out, not particularly. Uh, just fantastic stages, a very well-run event. Fantastic team running the event. Uh, and the sun always makes an appearance. So hopefully after the rain this weekend, we'll see plenty of sunshine. Um, and hopefully, look, we can we can build our progress that we've made to date. But as I say, it's it's just getting mileage under the belt. And then you know, get West Cork over. Hopefully, you know it goes well for you. Any plans then for the rest of the year, or is it event by event really at this stage? It's event by event, really. Um, as I say, there's no hard and fast plans. Um, he's absolutely enjoying his rallying at the minute, and I'm enjoying rallying with him. Mm-hmm. We're having. We're having a lot of fun. It is it's a fantastic driver, it's a fantastic gay car. We're having great fun. But as I say, it's just kind of building on 
and everything he's learning so far because every event we're learning something new about the car, about ourselves, how we work. So there's still, we've done six or seven events now and every single event has thrown something completely different at us. And I'm sure West Cork will again this weekend. Um, so as I say, it's just building on mileage, building on the experience and who knows? Yeah, and it's, it's then wee things that you say that, you know, the wee variables, that's what helps mm-hmm. to build the package, isn't it? You know, how to deal with that, them things, that leads you to, to become tighter as well as a team. Exactly. So even last weekend, catching cars, how do you deal with that and, and making sure the red mist doesn't come down in front of the driver and he just loses the rag? He'd never mm-hmm. experienced that before. So as I say, everything, every event brings something brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, we'll just wait and see. And we can just, what we can do really is just keep working away at what we're doing and it seems to be working at the minute, so fingers crossed. So it was fantastic there to catch up with Grace O'Brien and wishing her and Ryan all the best now at the weekend. They've had a fantastic start to the season. All right, I suppose that's getting to that time again that we have to start making predictions, but we'll take a look at the entry first. Like, fantastic, you know, entry once again. As we said earlier, like almost 200 cars there starting Westport. Top 10 the highest caliber. It's going to be so difficult to pick a winner out of that one. You know, look at some of the names there. Adam, do you want to take a wee run down through it? Yeah, yeah. Alistair Fisher opening on the road again. Um, Josh Moffat second. Callum Devine, Marion Evans, Calvin McCourt, Gary Jennings. Um, then Daniel Cronin is probably going to be a guy to watch this this weekend compared to Galway, um, he's settled into his polo now. Um, Johnny Greer, Owen Murphy, and David Guest is your your top ten. Yeah. It's going to be you no know, like you know Johnny Greer coming off two ones. Confidence is going to be high, but you know his first dip into the Tarmac Championship and you know the the Citroen C three. Interesting to see how he compares with the you know the the Fiestas and the polos and that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it definitely it's going to be an interesting balance there. He's clearly on big form. Like the the guys on Saturday and Bishop's Court were openly admitting that they couldn't keep keep with him. And you know, getting getting those margins on a a closed circuit event, you know, it's it's you know he's he's clearly comfortable with that car. Um, but I remember talking to Johnny a couple of years ago. Um, I had a West Cork in twenty twenty. Um, and I just think with with it being you know, the, the opposite end of the country for him and the, the characteristic of West Cork, I'm not sure that it suits his driving style. Um, but, you know, definitely he's going to be somebody to watch through this year. And, you know, that combination, again, we've seen it in Ulster Rally, like he, he did so well um, in the Citroen. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see seeing how Johnny gets on this weekend and hopefully it's something that he can build on, um, especially with the next round being the, the Easter stages in Northern Ireland. Yeah, and like Connor, you know, we can't forget that you know Johnny was best of the rest in the Ulster. Like, so we never know. We might be in for a wee bit of a short result there with that. Yeah, and again, you know, if the weather conditions stay good uh, and dry for the event too, like I, I think it will suit the the... the what do you call it, the, the, the C3, all right. But um, again, you know, Di Roberts there, it's a couple of years since I think they were sitting together. So it took them a little bit of time just to get used to each other again. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there could be some tremendous speed out of Johnny Greer, all right, down in West Cork. 
And Callum Devine, new man sitting with him as well. Shane Byrne in for the rally too. Uh, that might, you know, might take a wee while to gel too. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Callum's quick. He's always quick out of the blocks. But yeah, you're right. It might just take a, a little bit of settling in there. But, you know, with the new co-driver getting used to the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Callum's never far away. Uh, definitely one to watch. It'll be very interesting, I think, the battle between him and Marion. Yeah. And Adam, is there anybody there that you think could prove a bit of a... Uh, I don't know how would we describe it, like a bit of a shock? Oh, shocks. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Oh, I don't know. Like, Cassin shocked us, I think, in Galway at mm-hmm. the start was how close he was with the, the top guys. Like, he, he's always been in that top five contention, but, you know, he was right at the front in Galway. But, yeah, for me, I think it's going to be interesting to see how, how Marion Evans kicks on from Galway now. You know, he's been to West Cork before. And yeah, maybe, you know, that, flown stage you know it'll be interesting to see how that suits the the polo or suits certain cars um mm-hmm. but i think john like that johnny greer citron combination again just thinking about it more like we've we've seen the influx of polos come in after the Dulster rally result last year if johnny can start stringing you know good results good performances and that Citroen's going well um, in ERC and, and WRC um, and on Tarmac too you imagine it should suit suit the car so yeah just looking on ahead like you, you never know what what demand that car will be in if, if results start going again it's just an all, another talking point that we, we might have um, yeah. in a few rounds time yeah and also you know like West Cork is probably the closest to continental style tarmac that mm. we do have in the tarmac championship, you know, so the smooth yeah. flow of nature may play to his advantage. I think another man that might give us a wee shock too is uh, Daniel Cronin in the, the yeah. polo. Like, he, you know, he set some respectable times there in Galway and like had very limited seat time in the car, so it's interesting to see how it plays out. And then the two-wheel drive. Connor, what's your <laughs> thoughts there on that? Who, who's our main runners and riders there? Oh, like there's a phenomenal entry for the, the two wheel drive. We're like, you know, Kevin Eves, Gary Kiernan, we've James Stafford there. There's don't forget Jason Black, who's been on tremendous form now the last couple of rallies. The Robert Duggan, Daniel McKenna, Declan Gallagher. Like, it's just it's an incredible entry, it really is. Yeah. And don't you, forget you should... Fulton and the uh, Older Darian as well. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't have, you shouldn't have started reading that list of names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and like, you know, at some point. Sam Moffat is going to click with that starlet and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. be challenging as well, you know. Uh, and then you Frank Kelly throw and Chris Armstrong thrown in there, like so. It, it's <laughs> yeah, that's a you know what the, the, that rear wheel drive battle isn't going to be more interesting nearly than, than the, the top runners and riders. So again, do we see anybody that's going to upset that with there, or do we see or sort of like our normal drivers sort of rising to the top? I don't know. I think Jason Black's on incredible form at the minute. Genuinely, mm. too. Like he, what he's been able to do in Mayo and in Galway with that starlet. Um, you know, I, I think definitely that's the man I be will be watching and focusing on come uh, West Cork. Yeah, and Adam, your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think if if Jason can pull a win or a top result out of the bag in this one, uh, you know, just think that confirms everything that that everyone's thinking the start of this year. I think it's the first time he's actually 
competing on, on West Cork. So mm-hmm. again, you know, if he if he can do well on this one, that's that's a serious strength of his bow. Um and again, you know, maybe faster stages down there. Um if he can sort of break break that barrier to class fourteen down there, you know, what's what's the limit for this guy? Um mm-hmm. but Sam Sam Moffat like he was definitely not far away at the end of May. Um, mm-hmm. And he's obviously done um, West Cork plenty of times. So, yeah, could be an interesting um, one. And the Darians as well. Like, it's probably going to be a rally that, that suits them that bit more than, than Galway. And Rob Duggan coming coming into the season, his, his first event of the year, he's going to be seriously quick. So, mm-hmm. just like, Modified has been mental this year, but there's just so many extra wee bits to, yeah. to this race in West Cork that oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, and like you know, we can't you know we can't downplay these Darians. You know, if there's a rally that probably suits their you know that combination of car, you know, it's probably is West Cork's gonna be up there. So I suppose it's that time have to put our money where our mouth is once again. Put predictions. So you always tell me that it's not fair that I always do last. So <laughs> I put myself in the hot seat this time. Um, I'll go first. Uh, Marion Evans, you know, he has really impressed me with the, the, his approach to rallying this year. Uh, uh, Galway, he definitely went up in my estimations another another step. Which I, I, I only tip him for a sneaky one. Um, Fisher second, and uh, Josh or Callum third. I'll go with Josh. The only thing that's worrying me a wee bit about Callum is the, the change in co-driver. Um, so that's my uh, the modified then. I'm going to go with James Stafford. Um, James, take the one in the Darien. I think the Darien will, I think Westport's really going to sit it. Uh, second then, Kevin Eves. And um, hopefully, Daniel McKenna. Um, Daniel was phenomenal in Galway. Uh, if he gets the car fixed and gets going and the confidence, get, you know, we've seen the confidence, how high it was there in Galway. If all starts to click with, with Daniel, there's nobody better. So that's my thoughts on it. Adam, do you want to take the? Yep. I know, like, you just dropped in Daniel McKenna there. Sure, <laughs> we never mentioned him earlier. That's just <laughs> what the entry's like. Yeah. Um, yeah, the top three just to, to be slightly different to you. Like I am with you with, with Marion. I think I think he's got the, the momentum and you know this this first win over here has to come soon. But I'm going to go for Alistair Fisher to get back on track and grab a win in West Cork. Um yeah he was closest to Craig in twenty nineteen. So yeah, him and him and the polo he's he's found his feet and you know, he, he just seemed relaxed and, and had a nice way about him when, when we were chatting. So I think he's in a good place. Um, Marion Evans to finish second and Callum Devine to, to grab another third. Um, I think Callum still seems to be working, working through that car, but, you know, he, he's fast, like, and oh, I, th- I think he's, he's going to be getting that win soon. Um yeah. But yeah, as, as you mentioned, that co-driver change might might just you know give him a bit of extra work to do um, this weekend. Um, modifieds then can't look past Stafford. 
you know, he was still a quick and goal leg given the conditions um, in that car. So, yeah, I think he's going to be hard to beat in West Cork. And Rob Duggan for second and Kevin Eves third. And Connor, your thoughts on it? Mm, okay, so I think for the win, I think Alistair Fisher. I think Alistair, you know, he's out after Galway, something to prove. Got to get his championship going, get the points under the belt. Um, he's had Galway now to bed back into with a car as well. So I, I definitely think it's going to be Alistair and, you know, the polo's strong. And saying that, I think it'll be Marion then second in the in the sister polo. Um, third, I think probably Josh. Josh is on form at the moment. Win in Mayo, win in Galway. He's certainly got that Hyundai R5 hooked up. Um, for the modifieds, oh, again, you know, going to be hard pushed if the weather's dry and those stages to look past the Darien, you know, so very similar to yourself. I think it'll be between Kevin Eves and Jim Stafford. So who's going to come out at the top there? Possibly Stafford in the Darien. And uh, followed by Kevin Eves, and then, oh, Gary Kiernan or Robert Duggan. Oh, toss a coin. Not sure. Go for Gary Kiernan. You know he's been fairly strong again in Mayo and, and Galway. So uh, that's where I put the money on. So tune in the next episode to see how badly wrong we got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a badly wrong every other week, yeah. so I change it. Yeah. So. Once again, thank you very much for taking the time to join us and take care, speak soon and bye.